Hello Marlins fans and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. And if you are new to the Small Pod, he would like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day, all season long, in 10 minutes or less. Yesterday, the Marlins finished up a three-game series versus division rival of the Washington Nationals. And the pitching matchup yesterday featured a, a great duel between two young pitchers. From Miami, we started Eliezer Hernandez. And for the Nationals, they started one of their top young players who they acquired in that Max Scherzer, trade Turner, mega blockbuster, insane trade, Josiah Gray. And, and what a pitching matchup it was, uh, starting off from Miami with Eliezer. Had, you know, he, he had really great spots, and then he had really down spots. You know, pitching four innings, okay, seven hits, four earned runs, two walks, but seven strikeouts. That walk-to-strikeout ratio was really good and something that you like to see, maybe you like to see more of, but... That's okay for Eliezer. Then we go to the Nationals and Josiah Gray, who had six innings pitched, gave up six hits, two earned runs. Miami had 7-2, um, or Eliezer had a 7-2 walk-to-strikeout ratio. Josiah Gray, 8-1. to one. He had eight Ks, one walk, and you know, just one of those pitching matches where two young pitchers who want to show out. And it was really great to watch. But these two guys are, are, are pieces for both franchises who really showed out today um, in that game. But for Miami, well, they didn't get to take the game in the end. Started off really slow as, you know, through four innings. It was a uh, it was four to nothing um, through that top half of the fourth inning. Miami did get some scoring in in the bottom of that fourth with a Lewin Diaz single. Miami did give up home runs to Luis Garcia, Yadio Hernandez, and then of course Juan Soto. Juan Soto is gonna get his. You can't stop that man. He is he's like a creative player. He 99 overall for everything. Juan Soto has just been insane. One of the top three players in the end of MVP in my opinion. He's just been incredible. He almost had a cycle also in yesterday's game. Just a triple shy, but still insane to see though that. But for Miami, they also, in the bottom of the six, got some scoring in from Jesus Sanchez, who has been really great for Miami so far this season. And I really look forward to his development and seeing him in 2022. In the seventh, um, things got a little out of hand for Miami, as you know, mentioned cycle almost for Juan Soto. Well, some of it was in in the seventh. He, he got a, a single the deep center field. I see Escobar uh, with the third. Lane Thomas scored. Josh Bell out on the sacrifice fly. Scored in run. And then Yadier Hernandez doubled. Um, scoring Juan Soto. It's just been insane. And at that time, Miami was down big. They were down 7-2. to two. And that was until the ninth inning. Who else? Nick Fortes. And you might be wondering, who? Nick Who? Nick Fortes, uh, the young catcher for Miami who has played in just, I believe this was his fifth game. Five games, 11 played appearances, 10 at-bats. His, his average, I should say, is 600. 
636 on base percentage and a 1500 um, slugging. So easily he's the MVP. He is the best player in the Marlins this season. <laughs> Might work as a pinch hitter too. This one's hit to left and it's gone. Two run home run for Nick Fortes. He has been really great and also kind of makes you wonder what would have been if the Marlins maybe brought him in earlier instead of making the Alex Jackson trade, keeping Adam Duvall, having Nick Fortes, maybe bringing up Lewin Diaz a little um, sooner rather than in the middle of September. He's 24 years old. He's still a very young uh, player, especially at the catch position, which is the weakest position in the Marlins organization. We can really use someone like that. But the catchers also had a pretty good game. Um, we go to Sandy Leon, who also in the bottom of the ninth had himself a home run, helping the Marlins trying to cut, uh, come back from that deficit. Um, it was fourth home run. And, you know, his fourth home run, Nick Fortis, that was his third. And Sandy Leon has played in 79, almost 80 games, over 200 plate appearances, over 194 at-bats. And it makes you wonder, that was his fourth home run. Nick Fortes has been in one-hand amount of games, five games. And he's already hitting three. So you can just imagine if he even continues half of that, what kind of a player the Marlins would be having full-time. So that's someone the Marlins want to keep an eye on, especially, you know, right spring training, maybe gets a roster spot. But it's really great to see. But for Marlins fans, it's not something to be down about. Um, it, I think 2022 is going to be great things for the Marlins. The future is so bright. Sandy, Sixto coming back. Um, see what happens with Jesus Lusardo. Brian De La Cruz, that revelation has just been insane for fans. How great he's been. Jesus Sanchez hitting home runs. Jazz Chisholm's development as one of the cornerstones of this franchise. As almost the face of this franchise along with Sandy. Uh, has just been really uh, great and, and just the two problems with this team um, one of them has to be catcher position because I don't think he can go forward with Sandy and uh, Jorge Alfaro uh, maybe Nick Fortes and Peyton Henry are guys to look at for the future um, maybe they bring in a, a Jacob Stallings a Brian Reynolds type player for the outfield um, outfield is another point that this is the moment should make um, for this offseason coming up but in terms of this game Miami did lose Seven to five to the Washington Nationals. Uh, relief pitching was not great for Miami, except for uh, Stephen Oker, who pitched a great game. Two innings pitched, one strikeout. His ERA is down to two zero one. WHIP is under one. Stephen Oker has been really great relief pitcher. Someone that the Marlins definitely have to bring back. He's just really been great for Miami. Um, Zach Thompson gave up four hits, three earned runs, and. One third of an inning, not great, but just it hurts when you have um, Zach Thompson, who's been a really great player so far this season, and just to give that up uh, really stings. But it's not something to look down upon. Zach Thompson's still a great pitcher. Uh, maybe he's more of a, a long reliever. Maybe not just a, a short type of guy. Maybe someone you bring in for two, three innings, something like that. Maybe like when the Marlins have those bullpen games, maybe have a Zach Thompson start. That would be really great. Six, seven starter even. But for Miami, their next three series are against some, you know, some difficult teams. The next one 
Next series they have to go up against are the Tampa Bay Rays, who just clinched a playoff spot in our training to clinch a division, try to get to 100 wins. It will be difficult the next three games for Miami starting on Friday. And then they go to New York, play the match, and then they come back October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, play the Phillies. But that Rays game is on Friday at 7, 10 p.m. That does it for me. So make sure to like, share, and subscribe to every you get the small pod. And do remember this. Always, always, always go fish.